to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag K-I-P, hashtag K-I-P. Help me to make KIPP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, KIPP Nation. I want to say good morning to some of you. Good evening to some of you. Good afternoon to others, depending on what part of the country you're in or what part of the world you're in. And essentially, uh, what time you listen to this podcast. So uh, whatever portion of the day that God has blessed you to be a listener, I want to say thank you. Listen, um, this is a, a real touchy subject, so I'm just going to pray, and then we'll talk, and um, we'll just talk, we'll just talk. Lord, we thank you for this day, we glorify you, we honor you, we magnify your holy name. We press, Lord God, into the power right now, Lord God, of Jesus Christ, that our tongue, that my tongue, Lord God, would be the tongue of the learned and the spiritual, Lord God, that my tongue would open the minds and hearts of those who have been uh, struggling and wrestling with this topic, Lord God. I pray today that you would give me a grace, Lord God, to speak to your people and that they would be blessed, Lord God, and able to ascend to higher heights and deeper depths in you. May we advance the kingdom of God and then in doing so influence the nations. And we thank you for this day in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to talk today from the uh, topic, the death of Christians, the death of Christians, the death of Christians. And it's a very controversial topic and to a certain extent, but I'm going to give you a backdrop. And I was... um, approached by someone in the church and they asked me what does it mean to die to self and I thought that that was a loaded loaded question and it is because there are listen degrees of dying to self dimensions of dying to self and then the object of dying to self is something that is perpetual we'll be doing that for the rest of our life 
and we won't be completely dead to self until we're translated to the other side. And so the battle with self is a long-term battle. The battle with self is a marathon on the short side because as long as we are in this fleshly tabernacle, this tent that we'll not have forever, but while we're in this tent, we have to contend with the flesh. Our spirit is at war with the members of our flesh. Our spirit is at war with uh, the body uh, because the body, the human body, innately wants to do what it wants to do, wants to see what it wants to see, and wants to say what it wants to say. And so this topic, if not approached properly, might leave some people wanting. So I, I want to say this. I doubt if I'll be able to cover the depth of this topic in the period of time that I have today. But I will attempt to give an overview. And possibly, if led of the Lord... I'll go deeper into it and deeper into it and deeper into it because it's like an ocean. And I guess I could describe dying to self like this. You, you walk off the beach and you immediately hit shallow waters. Uh, you keep walking and you go from knee deep to waist deep until what we sometimes refer to as an ocean chef shelf or an ocean cliff. Uh, once you step off that ocean chef shelf or cliff, you are in the depths of the ocean. And so no longer can you feel the bottom and no longer is the bottom just a few feet beneath you, four feet, five feet beneath you. Now we're talking about the depths. And each one of those steps causes you to die to self, if you will look at it as a uh, metaphor. You, you, you die to death a little, you die to left death a little bit more, you die to death a little bit more until you are consumed with the waters over your head. And, and then you start a different journey. Because your journey isn't with just with swimming, but now you contend with all of the creatures that are in the ocean, whether they be eels, whether they be, uh, what do you call them, uh, saltwater crocodiles, or whether they are tiger fish, or uh, whether they are, I, I'm not, tiger fish may be a, a, a river fish, but uh, you, you get the point, octopus, whatever. Whatever you might have to contend with, sharks, orcas, whatever. You, you just never know what you'll meet in the depths of the ocean. But this is what I do want to say, and, I, and I'll bring this back home. You correlate the different experiences that you have in the ocean with the different occurrences that we have in life 
And when you feel helpless or when you feel as if the water is over your head or that your potential attacker is, is too much for you to handle. And if you stand still in the midst of adversity in your life, you will experience another level of dying to self. Now let me digress and, and backtrack and let's bring it all together and make it simple. All right. So dying to self, when you first get saved, there's a, a certain part of you that has to die to self when you first get saved. Because you've lived in the world for so long or so many years, and now all of a sudden God is calling you to be saved and to allow him to be the Lord of your life. Now, salvation is instant in the sense that you can pray the prayer of faith, receive the Lord Jesus Christ, confess your sins, receive the Lord Jesus Christ, and you have salvation. But salvation is a perpetual journey. And not only is salvation a perpetual journey, but so is when we talk about accepting Christ in our life as Lord and Savior. As Savior, we can be saved instantly, and if we die at that very moment after we receive Christ, we go to heaven. But making Jesus Lord is a part of dying to self. Because if he's going to be the Lord of our lives, he has to be in absolute control of our lives. And many of us have relinquished a portion of our lives to Christ, but we have not relinquished all of our lives to Christ. But part of dying to self initially, just a, a phase one, if you will, is when we turn from the ways of the world, we receive Christ, and we begin to walk out our salvation in fear and trembling. But then there's a second uh, uh, level that we can talk about. I'm talking about levels now. When you get the call to ministry, when God calls you to something specific to do, there's another dying to self because now you know that if you go into ministry, whether it be teaching, pre preaching, the prophetic word, intercessory prayer, whatever the call is, you're going to have to be different than you were before. And it's going to consume more of your time, more of your, your bandwidth, your, your, your space, uh, more of who you are. Uh, you, I mean, you are, you are drawing closer to God. And you are killing your flesh, mortifying the deeds of the flesh, because you've been called to a higher standard. And, and then the next level, of course, is purpose. When God calls you to purpose, he calls you to the place in your life where you literally don't belong to yourself, doesn't want you to belong to yourself, and you have to contend with a mission that you may not completely understand, but we understand the will of God for our lives, and therefore we do what he says without knowing all of the outcomes of, the, of our obedience, okay? All right, that's, and, and, and that can be uh, objective, but let, let's, let's, let's go a little bit deeper, all right? Let's go a little bit deeper. I wanna, I wanna, um, 
make this plain. And I'm going to use a scripture that I believe will help us to get this in our spirits. Romans 8.36 As the scripture says, for your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. We have the propensity as, as Christians to want to live our lives as similar to the way we lived our lives before Christ as we did after Christ. But that's a, a misnomer. That's a character. character, That's not the way that God has called us to live our lives. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Behold, old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. We must become new. We must embrace the fact that we're now the salt of the earth and that we have the position of preserving. We must embrace the fact now that we are the light of the world and that as Jesus has come into the world as the life of men and the life is the light of men and he allows us to partake of that light then we have to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. And so if you're going to let your light shine, then you cannot allow darkness to put out your light. But the light must put out darkness. And every time that we make a conscious decision, every time we are intentional about not walking in sin, not allowing our flesh to be in charge, not allowing our our uh flesh to speak louder than our spirit not allowing our heads to rule our heart but but being in a posture where we actually are, are are resting in God and trusting in God and leaning not to our own understanding and allowing God to begin to kill the flesh because you can't kill your own flesh you can't die to self yourself we need help. We need to be connected with God because when we're not connected to God, we can do absolutely nothing. So, so let me share some things with you. Just as in the natural realm, you cannot kill yourself, that is considered suicide and it is a work of the flesh. In the same way, learning to die to self is a work of the spirit. Now we have to come in agreement with the spirit to yield to death through prayer, but it is a divine work. We're saying, God, I yield to my flesh. My flesh yields. We yield to your will. We yield to your way. God, do what you need to do with me. If there be anything in me that's not like you, take it away. We're yielding. So the first part of dying to the flesh is yielding, and that's what you did when you first got saved. You yielded. You stopped and you entered the flow of the spirit realm. You left the flesh realm. You entered the flow of the spirit realm and you decided that you were going to live for Christ. For God I'll live and for God I'll die. You decided that you were no longer going to live to the, to the realm of the flesh. And if you did make that decision, you probably never yielded and you probably never got saved. If you did not change, things should have changed in your life when you truly received Christ because 
The change is spiritual. When you yielded, you left room for the Holy Spirit to sit on the throne of your heart. And even now, we need to remind ourselves the Holy Spirit should be sitting on the throne of our hearts. Why? Because He's the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God knows the will of God. And the Spirit of God understands the, understands the ways of God. And if we yield it to the Spirit, we too will understand the will of God. We too will understand the ways of God. We too will be able to fulfill the things that God have put on us that are in our spiritual DNA that He wants us to accomplish during the course of our lifetime as we are yielded to the Holy Spirit. But, but remember... You can yield a little bit or you can yield a lot or you can yield a little bit more and you can yield the whole thing. But the, the, the point of the matter, there are progressions of yielding. There are progressions of giving your, your, your heart to God. There are progressions of giving your mind to God. There are progressions of, of giving your flesh to God. There are progressions. And we're taking, most of us are taking baby steps Hopefully every day we're looking at the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. And we're saying, hey, I, I can do better than this. I can give God more than this. I can, I can yield better than I'm yielding right now. And we have to consider these things on a, on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Let me, let me read some more. Let me, let me read some more. And I'm just reading excerpts from a future work. Um... So now that we have come into agreement with the Spirit to yield to death through prayer, but knowing that it's a divine work, it is a work that is not subject to the will of the flesh. In fact, it is contrary to the will of the flesh because the flesh wants to live. The flesh is an enemy of the Spirit and it wants to survive and it will fight you to survive. That's why there's a war going on in our members, the flesh versus the spirit. Are, are you all with me? So how do we die to self? Just an overview. We die to self through controversy. When controversy hits our life and we have an opportunity to, to either make a point or make peace, well, if you make a point, you get the glory. But if you make peace, God gets the glory. Sometimes it's better to make peace than it is to make a point. Oh, there, there's circumstances that cause us to feel less than. Circumstances that are out of our control and yet at the same time it feels like God has given uh, himself access to our flesh in such a way that we never want to travel down those pathways again. We're dying to self. Because when you realize how you got to that place and why you're being crushed now, why you're on the potter's wheel, why you're going through hell in, in on earth, how can this possibly be? Why would God give Satan access to the members of my flesh? But God never gave Satan access to the members of your flesh. No, no. You gave him access. We give him access when we continue to walk in sin. And when we continue to walk in sin, we open doors. And then Satan, yes, he asks for permission. And he's now able to attack us. But he attacks us in ways that we never thought we'd be attacked. And the reason we're being attacked like that is 
because all things work together for the good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. So what the devil meant for evil, God meant for good. The attack on your body is killing your flesh, but you are dying to self. Humility is beginning to set in. A posture of peace is beginning to set in. A posture of holiness is beginning to set in. You're beginning to see life from a different perch, from a different stage, from a different position. You're dying to self. Things that were important are no longer important anymore. The issue of serving God is, is greater than the issues of, of fulfilling your fleshly desires. Circumstances, situations, events, people can help crush your flesh. And as the flesh dies, it dies daily because there's always a part of the flesh that wants to live. There's always a part of the flesh that wants to rise to the surface again. There's always, so we're constantly keeping the flesh through prayer under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. Lord, keep me under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, keep your thumb on me, but I'm not, he's, I'm not uh, being bound by this, but I'm asking the Holy Spirit to help me. We must ask the Holy Spirit to help kill the members of our flesh. We must ask the Holy Spirit to keep us in check. We have to ask God daily to kill this flesh. And like I said, there are dimensions, because there's always a part of us that doesn't want to submit to the will and the ways of God. So then I, I say this in closing, dying to self is a lifelong pursuit. It's not a one day journey. It's not a one week journey. It's not a fast and it's over. It is a life journey. And you'll be doing it for the rest of your life. The rest of your life, you'll be dying to self and you have to submit yourself to that fact that, hey, I'm going to die to self for the rest of my life. Romans 8.13 says it like this. For if you live according to the flesh you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body you will live. By the spirit you put to death the deeds. Again you cannot do this by yourself. You need the Holy Spirit to put, this, to put your flesh under subjection. Paul said I have, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We're looking to God. We're looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, to help us die to flesh. Luke 9, 23, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Galatians 5, 24, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires every day. We're dying to self. We're dying to sin. We're dying to things that have been tethered to our life for years. We're letting things go every day. There are things that are tethered to you that you have forgotten about. John 12, 24. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat, that's us, falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. And when we bear fruit, 
we bring God the glory. When we bear fruit, when we allow Him to bear fruit through us, God gets the glory. Hey, you've been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. So much, much, much more I want to say. But I just try to give you a scant overview. But I hope it helped. And I hope you are able to begin your journey of dying to self. My name is Derek L. Calhoun. And you know what I want you to do? I want you to go and influence the nations. Have a great day. And have a great Christmas. But don't spend all your money on Christmas now. <laughs> don't, don't do that. All right. This is the time that we celebrate the Christ and the life that he gave us. So let's celebrate Christ. Let's celebrate God. Do something for someone else. All right. God bless him.